Hello, my name is Dwayne Spearman, and I am the founder of Directional Ministries located here in Lynchburg, Virginia. This is a teaching ministry that is called to encourage, disciple, and challenge the people of God. Let's go and open up our Bibles today to Matthew chapter number 11. <clears throat> Matthew chapter number 11, and we're going to pick up in verse number 20. Then he began to rebuke the cities in which most of his mighty works had been done, because they did not repent. Many will point out that from this point forward, Jesus's message begins to change because it's obvious that the kingdom of heaven, the message of the kingdom of heaven that he had preached, that the apostles were preaching, was being rejected. Uh, the kingdom that had been preached by John the Baptist, they were refusing to accept it. And he goes on and he says in verse number 21, Woe to you, Chorazin, woe to you, Bethsaida. For if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I say unto you, it will be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon in the day of judgment than it will be for you. And you, Capernaum, who are exalted to heaven, will he be brought down to Hades. For if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Sodom, it would have remained until this day. But I say unto you that it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom in the day of judgment than it's going to be for you. So now, again, we see the turn, the shift. He now begins to predict judgment. Of course, the final rejection of our Lord was after the triumphal entry, Palm Sunday as we celebrate it, the subsequent cleansing of the temple and the cursing of the fig tree, which is found in Matthew chapter 21. Verses 1 through 20. And then in verse number 25, at that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and revealed them to babes. Now our Lord begins again to shift his attention from the rebellious to the faithful. The expression, you have hid these things from the wise and the prudent, is tongue-in-cheek. It seems that only the simple can understand the message of the gospel of the kingdom. Uh, truth be known, it was hidden because they had been blinded by the God of this world. It was a simple message, but it was rejected. In 2 Corinthians 4, and verse number 3, when it speaks of the gospel, of course, today we preach the gospel of grace, but it's the same reason, just as the gospel of the kingdom was rejected, the same reason stands for the gospel of grace being rejected. It's the devil. Second Corinthians 4, 3, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image, should shine upon them. It's the devil that blinds a lost dying, rebellious world to the life-changing, saving gospel of grace. In Mark chapter 10, verse number 13, you know, of course, back in the kingdom of heaven in the gospels, then they brought little children to him that, might he, that he might touch them, but the disciples rebuked those who brought them. But when Jesus saw it, he was greatly displeased, and he said to them, let the little children come unto me, do not forbid them, for of such is the kingdom of God. Assuredly, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, by no means enter into it. 
And that's where we, I think we get the, uh, the tongue in cheek here, uh, where the Lord says these things are hidden from the wise and the prudent, you know, um, but it's been revealed to babes. And then um, <clears throat> notice in verse number 26, even so, Father, for so it seemed good in your sight. All things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, nor does anyone know the Father except the Son, and the one to whom the Son wills to reveal him. Now Jesus is making it clear that to reject him, and that's what they were doing, is ultimately rejecting the Father. Notice he says, all things are delivered unto me. What things? Everything. <laughs> the, the salvation of the of, of, of the Jews. Um, he was the one that was commissioned by the Father to bring the gospel of the kingdom. And he's saying, it's all been given to me. So if you reject me, you reject the message. And if you reject the message, you reject the kingdom. And the same thing is true in the church. You know, all things has been delivered to Christ. The gospel has been delivered to the church through the Apostle Paul. And if you reject that gospel, then you have rejected the one who sent the gospel, which is Jesus, which means you rejected the Father. And what we see here in the gospels here in Matthew is the message is beginning to narrow. Uh, in John chapter 14, verse number 6, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. So our Lord is saying, if you reject my message, you're rejecting me. And if you reject me, then you've rejected the Father. And then he goes on to say, in verse number 20, 28, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Why? Because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So there it is again. It is a noticeable shift in the Lord's teaching and in the Lord's message. The kingdom is being rejected, and he is now beginning to focus on the ones who would receive it. Message is narrowing, no longer speaking to the nation, but he seems to be directing toward the individual. He is in essence saying, come into my kingdom where the burdens and the yokes are still there, but they'll be easier. Albert Barnes says that he is offering them, offering freedom to those who groaned under the weight of their ceremonial laws and the traditions of the elders. Now, it's amazing that the disciples, even the disciples, did not get this shift in Jesus' message. Uh, they would still argue who'd be the greatest in the kingdom in Mark chapter number nine. They would still be expecting the kingdom to immediately appear upon their arrival in Jerusalem in Luke chapter number 19. As a matter of fact, even after the resurrection of Christ, they still <laughs> were not getting it. Uh, in Acts chapter number one and verse number six, Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, well, will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? Again, they, they were not getting the shift. They were not seeing that the gospel of the kingdom was being rejected as such. The messenger was being rejected as such. The father was being rejected. Well, God bless you guys. Hope that you have a great day. Remember, God loves you wants the best for you. He's working all things out for your good.